everybody. Nitsan Moser here, the Traveling Investor, and welcome to another week of the Traveling Investor Radio Show, where this is where you're going to learn how to master your mind, body, and wallet. And we're going to talk, and we talk about everything and anything under the sun that's going to help you create your business that will revolve around your lifestyle. You know, so many of us, we're out there and we're working and we're grinding and we're we're building our businesses and we're working for other people and we're doing everything, but we're taking our lifestyle and we're revolving it around either our business or our work. Here on the Traveling Investor Radio Show, we're going to do a little different spin on it. We're going to show you how to create your business so that it can revolve around your lifestyle. How would you like to be able to have a business that will allow you to travel with your family wherever and whenever you want, have passive income coming into you every month on like clockwork? So this is what we're doing. And one of those things, right, when we're building a business, we have to build a brand. We have to build an identity of who we are. We got to get it out to everyone out there so that they can become familiarized with who we are. For example, how many of us know what that little swoosh on the shoes is, right? That's Nike. That's a brand. The Golden Arches, McDonald's, right? These things are brands where you can see it globally. Anywhere in the world, you can see the Golden Arches or that swoop or any of those big, you know, the, the, the green lady, that princess, right? Starbucks. Wherever you go on the planet, you can see these brands and you can identify exactly with that company and what they're all about. And that's the same thing that goes for you today in your business, right? You got to build a brand. You got to build an identity. You got to build a following so that people know who you are. They get to know you. They get to trust you. They get to like you. And eventually, they will start doing business with you. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, I've got a fantastic guest for you, okay? Uh, her name is Wendy, Wendy Paulus, and guess what? She lives in Denver, Colorado, okay? She works as a librarian and a digital marketing assistant. She spent over 10 years helping fledgling real estate companies and nonprofits grow their online businesses using a plethora of free and low-cost tools. That's so awesome, you see, because when you're getting started in business, you don't have a lot of money right, to spend. So you want to be frugal and know exactly where every dollar goes. And marketing could be a huge expense. And if you can do it practically free and grow your, your following organically, you're going to be way ahead of everybody else. Uh, she's here today to share some industry tips on how you can establish and grow a consistent online brand and voice using little to no overhead capital. How does that sound? Sounds awesome, doesn't it? All right, let's bring on Wendy. Hey, Wendy. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, how's, how's it, it, in, uh, how's it in, in Colorado right now in Denver? It's cold. I was just going to ask you how it is in Florida. <laughs> well, I'm looking out my window and it's blue skies and it's about 75 degrees. Uh, I'm jealous. Yeah. It's nicer here. It's supposed to be like 60 three this weekend. So we're going to go snowboarding, which is always oh. nice, you know, when it's warm and you can snowboard. That's so awesome. I love yeah. that. That's one thing we don't have here in South Florida. <laughs> we don't have mountains. We got beautiful tropical beaches and palm trees, but yeah, no, no mountains to look at and to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I have to live around mountains. <laughs> yeah. That's great. How long have you been living in Colorado? Um, about 10 years. Okay. And where'd, yeah. you, where'd you move from? I grew up in Northern Virginia, right outside of DC. Um, but my, my mom's side of the family is from Colorado, so I made it back out here and I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Colorado. I love Colorado. Been out there with the family, you know, hiked the Vale and did some skiing and it's just a really cool place to visit. And for those of you listening in, if you haven't been to Colorado, definitely make it out there. It's awesome. It's a great place. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, so um, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, how you got started in, in digital marketing. What was the draw? What was the, you know, that connection that you had with it? Yeah. So um, it's actually kind of interesting. I grew up um, in the industry. So my parents, when I was little, they owned a graphic design company 
And like when I was really, really little, I remember, you know, playing in the office and still everyone smoked cigarettes in the office. It was before, you know, I was born in 1986. It was before, you know, everything was really done digitally. And they had, you know, if you needed like clip art or anything, like say you needed to make a logo for a termite company, mm -hmm. they had these big books of clip art, you know, you had to go through and make a copy. Wow. And they had light boards where my mom would cut out, you know, the articles by hand and have to fit them into, you know, the newspaper format. Um, so yeah, I grew up in the industry. I remember when my dad, when computers, you know, started becoming more common and my dad, he bought uh, his first com computer for work and he didn't know how to use it. So <laughs> to this day, he still uses a mouse upside down because, you know, he just <laughs> bought, you know, yeah, he bought the software and was like, I need to learn how to do this because this is where the industry is going. Um, but when that happened too, my mom, she is not the most uh, tech savvy person. Mm -hmm. So she started kind of phasing herself out and she decided to get her real estate license. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she became a real estate agent. Uh, my dad still owned the company and he started doing all of her photography, her marketing, her print campaigns, you know, everything for her uh, brand. So she grew her real estate brand really through my dad. So as a family all together, we kind of learned, you know, how to market for real estate agents and brokers. Um, yeah, and then, in, yeah, then in grad school, I uh, started doing real estate photography. And then when they realized I knew how to, the company I was working for, when they realized I knew how to uh, create things, you know, digitally do, do graphic design, that I had an eye for it, they uh, promoted me to the marketing director. and. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, you know, really just kind of learned everything on the fly. And since then, I've worked for three different real estate companies as a marketing director. And that's great. Yeah, you yeah. Know, people, you know, a lot of realtors, real estate agents, and brokers, they don't understand that a real estate company, a brokerage company, all you really are is a marketing company and your product is real estate. Yeah, it's really true. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. A, lot of, a lot of realtors think that, you know, well, it, it, it's about the real estate. Yeah, it's about the real estate, but it's about marketing. You got to yeah. market yourself and yeah. who you are and, and your services and, and what you can do. The, the houses, that's just the byproduct, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's like one thing I'm going to talk about today is it's really important, especially like as a realtor or when you're selling yourself, you have to have a brand, you know, even though you're not selling a product you know, you are the product. So you have to have a recognizable brand, you know, for people to kind of trust you, you know, they're making a big decision. And sure, absolutely. Yeah, now, yeah. When I talk to, to my coaching clients, my mentoring clients, right, and, and, and anybody else, right, people will do business with you for three reasons, right? They know you, like you, and trust you. Mm -hmm. So what's the first thing they got to do first? The first they got to know you, mm -hmm. right? And like you said, back then, the marketing, it wasn't digital. It was all done by hand. You know, there was mm -hmm. magazines, it was newspapers. So you'd have to put clip arts and, and whatnot so that people could recognize you. People could get to know you. Mm -hmm. right? uh, it's like celebrities, you know. Mm -hmm. the, the more you see a celebrity on television, the more you as a person behind the screen get connected to that celebrity. That celebrity or a person doesn't know you. But you feel that connection with them. You're growing that connection, right? And, yeah. and and that's kind of what you have to do today, especially with, you know, we're so lucky that we live in a, in a world where, you know, like we're doing now, we're, you know, you're in Colorado, I'm in, I'm in Florida, and we're talking through social media platforms, and we can reach millions of people globally, and we don't have to leave our our homes, our offices, and, and, and we can reach all these people, but yet... We have to build a brand that gets people to know us and to trust us. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I think it, you know, it has its pros and cons because, you know, back in the day, you would get more business if you had more money to, you know, spend on TV spots, you know, print print campaigns and things like that. And now, you know, any anyone can make a website and, you know, do SEO mm -hmm. and be on top of a Google search. You know, you're really competing, you know, if you're if you're a business owner, you're really competing against a much wider scope of businesses. Yep. So, yeah. so let me ask you, so for people that are starting out, people that are already in business and whatnot, do you need a lot of money to start throwing at your marketing campaign or can it be done organically? 
you know, just, just by, by going out there and posting and doing things. What, what do you think? Yeah. So today, I mean, you, there's so many things out there that exist, even compared to like five or 10 years ago, you know, five or 10 years ago, if you needed to create like graphics or a logo or something, you really did have to hire someone. Now there's so many free tools like Canva, you know, websites, uh, Pixlr that you can just, you know, design your own logo, upload a color scheme. And then they have, you know, templates that you can just drop, drag and drop and create, you know, you can create your own website without knowing how to code. You don't need to know HTML, you know, mm -hmm. with products like Wix and Squarespace. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, from, from my own experience, right. I, you know, I'm a real estate person, right. Mm -hmm. I know real estate, I know markets, I know how to evaluate these things. If I start thinking about marketing, it just blows my mind, right. You actually kind of need someone in your team that can do that marketing you know, for you, because that's like its own separate business, its own separate skill set, if you will. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like it's it's easy to get started, but then once you start growing, you know, it, it's you do need to have someone that can, because you know, you, otherwise you're bouncing, capturing leads, updating your website, posting. So it does get to a point, you know, where you can hire someone. But again, nowadays you don't have to hire a big firm. You know, you can just hire someone who learned, you know, you can read a, a marketing blog and, you know, learn about fantastic websites that can help you grow your business without, you know, having to hire a big wig and pay, you know, $6,000 a month or something crazy for marketing or, you know, sure. you don't need TV spots or anything like that anymore. You just need a Facebook page and, you know, a live stream and talking to people, right? Yeah. So I know that you put together an awesome presentation for for our listeners today um, for them to be able to go out and to do marketing and create a digital brand online, um, you know, with you know minimal to no cost at all. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's awesome. So do, do you want to start talking about that? Do you want to go through yeah. that a little bit for our listeners yeah, let's, and let's show them and, you know, give a little presentation on how they can do it? and. Oh. And build their online <laughs> digital brand? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I did put together a little presentation. Um, I'm a librarian, so I'm a big dork and a bad public speaker. So I wanted, you know, to have something that I can work off of. And also, um, if you want to drop your email in the comment section, um, you know, at any point, or go to go to Nitsan's website or email success at traveling-investor.com, I can send out a PDF of this because it does have a lot of uh, different links that you can access. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just put together a little presentation, five easy steps to build your digital brand. Um, and you know, the goal is to build a meaningful, recognizable and successful online brand. And you want to do it cheaply. So, um, you know, and we talked about this a little uh, trust, you know, brand consistency, what that's going to bring you is trust. You know, everyone says consistency is key. You want to be recognizable. And like you were saying, Nitsan, you want people to feel like they know you and trust you and want to give you their business. Um, so it, having a consistent brand, you know, a color scheme, a logo, like catchphrases that they can see over and over again, that makes you seem more reputable to customers. And you're going to be much more likely to gain trust in people's business if you have a consistent brand. Um, so step one, and I know that you're a big proponent of this, Nitsan, because we've talked about this, that, you know, you always research your competition and, you know, see what they're doing. Um, but Absolutely. yeah. Sorry, what? Absolutely. Absolutely. See what the competition is doing, right? Yeah. And don't don't copy them. But, you know, if something that they are doing works, you kind of want to implement that strategy as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's kind of what I laid out here. Um, you know, whether you're, you know, it's real estate or anything, you want to Google your product and service category just to see what comes up. Because the first couple of hits you're going to get on Google, those people are paying good money to, to get up that high on Google. So they're doing something right, you know. Mm -hmm. um, another place that I like to go is Reddit. Um, a lot of people don't think to check out Reddit, but um, Reddit, and I can just like show you here really quick. Um, Reddit has awesome subreddits that people are really knowledgeable and you know talk about products and things that they like. 
So like, even if you just go on Reddit and search multifamily, so like for you, Nitsan. So what, what is Reddit? Explain what Reddit is. Uh, Reddit's just kind of a, like a, they call it the front page of the internet. But okay. um, it's just where, you know, there's just different subreddits and news stories. You can find information about anything. It's kind of like an online community where people can share news stories, facts. You know, there's a subreddit for anything like cats in tuxedos. But uh, <laughs> just a quick search on multifamily. So you can see there's all these like investing groups and, you know, there's people do give, you know, proposals. You can find just anything on Reddit. So like, you know, Canva tips or marketing tips, you can search anything on Reddit and that comes back with a lot of really good results that, you know, can you, you can- Yoda? Yeah, yeah, let me bring it back. Yoda? Yoda, you know, you know Master Yoda, right? You know, you know his famous <laughs> saying, right? Yeah. Do or do not, there is no try. There, it, that's that why I have him here because, you know, in, in business you gotta do, right? In life you gotta do, there is no trying. Yeah. Know? Let's see. Yoda. Yoda. Yes. So there there's is. a bunch of Yoda subreddits and then how to make a baby Yoda cake. There you Yoda go. It's small. Baby <laughs> Apple is way cuter than baby Yoda. And you can see like there's 204 comments. So it's just a lot, a place where you can go to get a lot of people's uh, like input and how they feel about things you, know, you can get a feel for what people are talking about and how they feel about certain subjects so that's a really good way to you know see what people's thoughts are without going and polling or just good place to research your topic basically absolutely right? absolutely yeah yeah and then um just talking to people you know like if you're a real estate agent you I ask someone that recently sold or bought a house you know why did you pick your agent what were you looking for in an agent um you know, look at websites and social media accounts of your competitors. Like mm -hmm. I say here, don't reinvent the wheel, you know, see what people are doing because it's obviously working for them and see how you can change that and brand that, you know, put that into your own brand and make it work for you. Sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, another big thing is uh, that I like to recommend is going through, like, for example, with real estate, say you want to buy a house go through the actual steps that, that you would as if you were purchasing a house, you know? Mm -hmm. Like if you wanted to find a real estate agent, what would you type? Like real estate agent Tampa or, you know, like, you know, some vegan friendly realtor, you know, it's, there's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what things that matter to you. And yeah, right. don't reinvent the wheel. So yeah, research is definitely the first step before you make any kind of decisions on how to brand your business. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a very big, uh, believer of not reinventing the wheel, you know, and as, yeah. as you know, right, you know, I, I, I always look at other people, you know, other syndicators, other promoters, what are they doing? You know, I'm always looking at Gary V, Russell Brunson, you know, mm -hmm. what are these guys doing? How are they promoting their products, right? What kind of videos yeah. are they putting out there? And again, I'm not copying word for word what they're doing, or even their, their, their formats, I'm taking what they're doing. And I'm saying, wow, that's a great concept. Let's use that concept, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, my 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 expertise, like I said, is real estate. It's not marketing. It's not digital marketing. It's not any of that. So let me see what they're doing. They're successful, and if it's working for them, let's let's use that concept for us and just add in the details of what we're doing. Yeah, and I mean that's what everyone does. You know, that's like you know, that's the comment. You know, taking something and just kind of putting your own spin on it. You know, it, unless you have a truly brand new idea. That's what business is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All it is. Yeah. Okay, let's see. And then next, find your focus. Um, and I'll let you talk about, well, you know, like your brand, when you start out, it can't be everything to everyone. So, you know, you really need to kind of have an, a, a focus or like a specialty when you're starting out until you grow and then you can, you know, boost up your marketing to tailored uh, to be tailored to different kind of audiences. But I'll have you talk about creating an avatar because I know that's something you use in your business a lot, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, 10 years ago when I started, 
you know, uh, in multifamily uh, buying and raising capital and whatnot, my my mentor was telling me, go to two networking events a week and just get business cards and build relationships with people and blah, 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 blah. So I did that. I was I was a networking fiend. I even got my wife to go out and to network for me at different events, right? Who wants to talk to this, right? She's, you know, she's like, yeah, she's beautiful, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know. People want to talk to her. They don't want to talk to me. So I would send her out networking. And I got a box of like 5,000 business cards. And over the years, not one of those people had invested with me. And what I found was that I was being too generalized at, at my networking. I was just going out there and talking to everybody and anybody. But what I found was that when you become really specific, when you create your avatars of who exactly do I want to meet? What does that person look like? How old are they? Male, female? What is their um, you know, occupation? Why do they work? Why do they do what they do? What are their goals? What are their fears, passions, desires? Do they have kids? You know, all of these things, write it down specifically. And now you've got your avatar of the exact person that you want to target. And then you can take your online marketing, like what you're talking about, and really direct it to that person. You know, Zig Ziglar had a great saying. He goes, do you want to be a wandering generality or a meaningful specific? And for many years, I was just a wandering generality. I was walking around, talking to everyone and everyone and, and about everything. And then when I started really getting very narrow and, and laser focused on who I wanted to meet and what was the goal for meeting them and what I wanted from them, my business transformed. I was, um, I was mar my marketing transformed as well because now I was targeting specific people. You know, and, and a lot of people may ask, well, if I'm targeting one or two specific people, what happens to everybody else around, right? What happens to the people that aren't that avatar? Well, when I'm, when, when we're, when we're throwing out a big net to generalize, you know, marketing, no one, you're not really talking to anybody. So you're not getting anybody. But when the marketing is focused on a specific person, right, for a specific reason, then you're targeting that person. Other people listening to that now are going, wow, that is a pretty targeted message, right? So if you're, let's say you're talking to someone who's in their 50s and they're looking to retire soon, but they need, you know, monthly passive income. So you're talking to them about, hey, you know, in the future, you could live your life and have passive income coming in every single month without going to work. So that's a specific person you're talking to and that, that, that message is specific to them. However, when somebody else listens to it, they hear that specific message and it kind of attracts them as well. So you're not missing out on them. You're just being very, very specific on that. So creating your avatar is super important, right? Yeah. You know, look at, look at McDonald's, look at Nike, look at all the car companies. They talk to specific people, right? Specific uh, wage brackets, you know, and, and living in specific locations with certain amount of family members and, you know, all of that, right? So we got to look at these companies that are spending millions of dollars on marketing and follow exactly what they're doing. So they're creating avatars and, you know, you know, the different car companies, they're selling, you know, this car to that group, this car to that group, this car to that group. Right. And, and it's just a niche avatar of a person. So I highly recommend that you find your your avatars and just start marketing to them. It's, it's it, 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 it'll transform your business immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it does. It brings in other people. You know, maybe you're not 50, but I'm you know, I'm 35. And if I see something that's like, hey, retire early, you know, retire when you're 50 and sail the world. I'm like, yeah, I want that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think another important thing to do is write a positioning statement. Um, and this just kind of helps you fill in the blanks, you know, to really target, you know, to nail down like a, a message. So I, I gave an example of what a positioning statement is here. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of filled in the message for water bottles. So, okay. you know, a positioning statement, we offer this product or service to this target market to value proposition, you know, for a reason, for this reason. Unlike someone else, we do this differently. So my example was we offer water bottles for hikers, target market, to stay hydrated while reducing their carbon footprint. Unlike the other water bottle brands, we 
plant a tree for every bottle sold. So That's that, right. yeah, yeah. I think a positioning statement is a really good way, especially the part with the key differentiator, mm -hmm. you know, like your message that makes you different from other companies. So I would write your positioning statement and stick it right above your laptop or on your mirror, you know, so you have that elevator speech down how, where you can say, you know, this is how I'm different from that person. This is why I should earn your business, you know, as opposed to this person. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because when I was, you know, my mentor was talking about, you know, your elevator pitch, right? Mm -hmm. So for you, my elevator, you know, people ask, so what do you do? Oh, you know, I buy real estate, commercial real estate. I get people to fund and blah, 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 blah. And it was just so long winded and it was very, very boring. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm, I've, I've kind of changed it now and to where it goes something like, so, so what do you do? Itzan? I said, well, I help people create passive income so that they can go out and do whatever it is they're passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's it's not exactly that position, but it's in like an elevator pitch, but it doesn't talk anything about real estate. Right. It's it's something that really shows what you're doing. You know, and I, and I love what you got here. Right? And I love the, the part. Like, unlike other water bottle brands, we plant a tree for every bottle sold. That kind of just nails it for people and says, well, I want to do business with you. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. I think, you know, a water bottle is a water bottle. Like, you know, a, a real estate company is a real estate company. But if you're saying, if you're leading with, I can, you know, teach you how to create passive income. Yeah. I want passive income. Like I don't, I don't care really who's giving it to me. You know, I cool. You buy and sell real estate, but passive income, like, okay, tell me more. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So really, yeah. Just having something that, you know, uh, you need to have just in your elevator speech, something that shows how you're different from, from the competitors mm -hmm. and then um, another thing that i'm big on is uh kind of visualizing your brand as a person um you know because it's important to have a voice you know your brand where you you know your website is going to be written in a certain voice all of your social media posts are going to be written in a certain voice so kind of envisioning your brand as a person and then choosing three to five words to describe him or her or they you know if you're <laughs> <laughs> whatever sex or you know your 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 brand <laughs> is and then use that you know keep that vibe consistent when you're talking about your brand um and i gave some examples you know beautiful silly affordable luxury luxurious because you know you're gonna you're gonna talk about if your brand is affordability you're gonna use different words than you're gonna use if you know you're a luxury brand sure. so just you know keeping kind of a little a little post-it note with the words that you want your brand to really make people feel mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and the thesaurus is your friend say you, you you're starting a luxury brand type in luxury in the thesaurus and use all those words you know um, yeah to really just stay on brand and keep your voice within your brand oh sorry i'm trying to go to the next screen and then this is my favorite part Picking your name and your slogan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it is, it's, you know, the biggest commitment that you're going to have to make. And recently I had a friend that started a business um, and he ended up having like after a year of being in business, um, there was a copyright infringement on his name and he had to completely rebrand. And, you know, it's, it's really hard to start from scratch. So, um, you know, and I'm not going to give le any legal advice about that, but, you know, you definitely, before you pick your name, you want to, explore all the avenues to make sure that you have everything locked down and this name is yours. Mm -hmm. um, and then another thing is to keep your name broad, you know, um, because if you're going to expand, say like, you know, Nissan right now you're doing, you know, multifamily homes, traveling investor, say, you know, you want to do like vacate, a lot of things could fit under the traveling investor umbrella. Um, but if you start out with a name that's super specific, like, peanut butter tacos, you know, like you can only really make peanut butter tacos. So right. <laughs> yeah. well, let, me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. So, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about pick your name and, and, you know, for the brand. So, you know, I, I've been juggling, you know, with the traveling investor versus my name. Right. Mm -hmm. So like Tony Robbins, for example, we all know Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. He has, he uses his name. His name is his slogan is his brand and, and whatnot right um what do you think of that of, of using your name and building your name as the brand versus actually like the traveling investor yeah well i mean i i think people i think it gets to a point when you're big enough that you can use your name you know 
um, like Tony Robbins. And with you, you know, you kind of do have two different facets like of you of your company. You have the investing side, but you also have the coaching side, you know. So, um, yeah, I I guess I mean, the goal is for everyone to use their name. But, you know, you need to build your brand up to the point where you can get there and, you know, Someone can say Nitsan Mosri and I could know, oh, he does this, you know, like if you say Tony Robbins, I know what he does. But traveling investor, you know, that covers, you know, what you do. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I, I I was at a couple of conferences and and people came up to me going, hey, are you the traveling investor? That's that awesome. pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I like Nitsan Mosri, the traveling investor. Right. And, yeah. you know, go back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's good to keep your name broad. And if you're using, you know, your actual name, that's as about as broad as it can get. So you can really do anything that you want. <laughs> um, right. And then I like to play around with these. You know, these may not be the best thing, but I feel like um, these tools can get your creative juices flowing. So there's a name generator tool that I'm going to show you. So these are just fun. I really like the slogan one as well. But to say, um, I'm starting a business around tofu, okay? And I don't know what to call my tofu company. You know, Wendy's Tofu, and eh, I don't know. So you can use, there's free things like this all over the internet, but a business name generator, and a generate. So right, right off the bat, Tofuzilla, you know, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, tofu cool, tofu edgy, tofu cult. You know, some of them are are lame mm -hmm. or silly, but I feel like it's you know it's a good tool just to get you get you thinking that. Yeah, yeah. Like tofu works. I could mm -hmm. see that. I could buy tofu called tofu works. Right. Yeah. Tofu vio. Tofu elixir. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Good. Yeah. So just things just kind of get you know. Oh, yeah, the juices flowing and then there's a slogan maker tool too that's really fun so let's see tofu we're gonna stick with tofu <laughs> tofu kicks ass <laughs> tofu, the secret of women <laughs> you know these are silly but it's, it's gonna help you think outside the box and you know put different words and phrases together <laughs> stop this tofu is not ready yet that's great but, yeah, this one's good. Tofu your way. That's a good slogan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do hire companies, you know, to, to come up with a with a logo and a brand and a slogan and everything. But it's really something you can do on your own if you just think outside the box, ask people for input, you know, but use these generators that make you, uh, you know, think about the product a different way. Um, and then also, you also want to check the domain. So, you know, Say I, what was that one? Tofu something, Tofuzilla. Tofu Say I, yeah, if I wanted to start Tofuzilla, you wanna make sure that tofuzilla.com is available. So that's a really important step that you need to take before branding your business and that it's available in a .com ending, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Recently I had someone email me and, or I was speaking with someone and their, e uh, their domain name ended in .us. And I tried to email them and, you know, was putting their domain name with .com and the emails kept bouncing back. So you want, even if you have other endings on your email or your domain, you want to make sure that you own the .com because that's what people are used to. So that's an important fact to take right. into consideration. Right. Yeah. That .com is huge. Yeah. All right. Step four is designing your look. Oh, yes. Design yeah. the look. Yes. I love graphic design. This is important. This is like, this is like, you know, it's huge, right? Yeah, yeah. And I added for you guys um, a little color emotion guide. This is a nice little tool to have, you know, when you're just like thinking about colors to start off with. You know, different mm -hmm. colors do convey different messages to consumers. Um, so like here, you know, the yellow is optimism, clarity, warmth, friendly, excitement, creative, trust, peaceful, balance. You know, so like say if I'm starting like a Zen yoga company, I probably wouldn't do a bunch of screaming like reds in it, you know, if it's like supposed to be a Zen meditative yoga place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, and you can see the little icons down here and they give a lot of examples, you know, of companies that do use those color schemes. So I always find this color emo emotion guide interesting. Wow, that's uh, awesome, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, and then I cannot, uh, you can create your logo for free and it's so easy and I cannot say enough good things about Canva. I know you use Canva, Nitsan. I use mm -hmm. Canva all the time and it's so easy to use Canva to, here, I can, just pull it up really quick to to create a logo. Um, let's see. And here's your Canva, actually. Mm -hmm. But Canva is so cool. See, you can just go into logo, say this. I want to start Tofuzilla. What did it say? Tofu your way. Mm hmm. There you go. I have, you know, I could say, you know, made in Colorado and that's why it has mountains. But there you go. You have a logo and you have a color scheme and this can be put everywhere and it's completely free. That's so, awesome. yeah, yeah. Canva is great. And, you know, they have presentations. You can make Instagram stories and, you know, they can cater everything to the logo that if you make it in Canva, you can just pop it into Facebook covers, animations, cards. And it's completely free. Canva is like the best tool you can have in your graphic design arsenal. Um, Fiber Logo Maker is another good one as well. I prefer Canva, but this one, they have a little bit more like a, you know, say you need like a gorilla holding, you know, they have more like detailed look, you know, like if I was a CrossFit company right. and I wanted like a animal, they have a really good pictorial uh, graphics in there that you can use. Um, you can also hire someone. I mean, like we like we've been talking about, you know, you don't need to spend three thousand dollars for someone to create a brand for you. You know, you can get a logo made for you for nineteen bucks by using an online site like Lagura, or you can ask someone, ask like your your kid. You know, if you have a teenager, say, hey, go on Canva and make me a logo. You know how to use computers way better than I do. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm sure like you, you know, ask your, your daughters for like TikTok advice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, no, daddy, you know, this is the one, this is much better than this. And you got to do it like this. And oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like the younger generation using things like this is very intuitive to them. So, you know, just ask someone for help. Don't hire someone. Mm -hmm. Or if you do hire someone cheap, because it doesn't make a difference now with all the, you know, no one's creating vectors and using Adobe Illustrator and drawing anything anymore you know everything is just pre-made and you slap your name on it easy but yeah easy peasy so and then so, so when you're designing your look what 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 should the look convey what you know is, is there a specific way people should be looking at it you know like like for example you know i have my logo on the top right of the screen right so traveling investor right so we've got a combination of different things right so we've got the globe with the mountains right so that's like traveling right and and when i my wife actually made the logo for me right so i told her i wanted you know i wanted the i wanted an arrow or something pointing from the bottom left going to the top right so she made the arrow going traveling and then those three columns on top are supposed to be like buildings right that's why they're going up and also yeah. up on the right so there's a lot of symbolism in that right psychological mm -hmm. you know subconscious things yeah um, should logos represent things of that nature you know yeah the actual design of them yeah so i mean i think the color emo emotion guide is a good way to start so just even looking at your logo you know it you have like purple and blue so mm -hmm. it's kind of you know conveying with the emotion guide creativity imagination wise trust is blue is a you know supposed to convey trust dependable strength so those are really things that you want to have you know if you're trying to get people to invest with you you want people to trust you they want you want people to think that you're wise and strong and dependable um i think it really depends on your business you know if if you want like an excited you know if you're opening a roller skating rink you want like reds and yellows or rainbows you know it really depends on the feeling that you're trying to convey if it's a you know if it's a luxury brand you want something that looks high-end if it's a kids brand you can use you know fonts that are more like handwriting fonts and i didn't go into fonts that's a whole new beast on its own that we can talk about at some time you know how different kinds of fonts 
serifs, sans serifs, and everything can convey right. different types of feelings for the consumers. But color-wise, I think this little chart is like is the oh, here's my cat. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> is kind of the Bible, you know, for. So when, when when someone's looking to create to start creating their design, right? What what would their what would the process be in their mind, right? Um, they should ask themselves, okay, what what do I want to convey, right? What does my logo want to convey? What am I what am I looking to uh, to share with people, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then um, like within Canva, you know, with a logo, you can they they have a pretty good search feature. Like say you know that you want to have a like house in your design. You can type like house logo, you know, and they'll show you different things or you want to have a rainbow or you're opening a yoga yoga studio. You can type like Zen logos and it will give you, you know, logos that someone has keyworded and pre, you know, predetermined these designers who work for Canva who are amazing, you know, better than anything that we could ever do. Uh, have have put together you know for that kind of feeling and vibe so definitely within these free tools there the search features are great so utilize those like if you want an airplane type in logo airplane mm -hmm. or if you want like a facebook cover photo facebook cover photo airplane and it's, it's going to show you you're going to come up with a lot of a lot of cool things awesome it's very easy <laughs> and let's see step five and I'll let you talk about this one because I know that you've like you have your whole story down for the traveling investor, right? You got like the the pitch. So you like you talk about this one about writing your business's story. So yeah, so the story, right? So what motivated you to start your business, right? What you know, you got it here. Why does my company exist? Why do we contribute to the world? You know, this is this is perfect, right? What is the story behind my business and, and that the customer should know? It's all about first, you know, kind of figuring out why am I doing what I'm doing, right? What's my purpose behind it? Right. Um, what what how do I want to leave the planet once I'm once I'm gone? Um, your, your story is what's going to connect you with people, right? Because um, like when we were talking about earlier, you know, realtors, for example, real estate agents, right? It, it, they're all about marketing, right? The product is, is selling a house. Anybody can sell a house, right? Here's a house, four walls. It's got the door. It's got the, you know, the garage. It's on, a, it's on the water. It's in an apartment. Right. That that's that's easy. But people want to work with someone that they can connect with. Right. That they can that they understand that you're you're also a human being. Right. You're not just this machine that is going to just take them and put them through a process of, you know, here for an application. Here's here's this. Here's that. OK, sign here. Sign. They, they, they want to know that they're especially today with the digital world being the way it is. People really want to connect with other people so that they're, you know, they know that they're being heard and that they're being understood. And your story of why you're doing it, where you come from, the battles that you've, you know, that you've overcome, the challenges that you've overcome uh, to get to where you are really builds that, that trust factor, right? When you're talking to people, right? Or when they're looking at you, especially, you know, with social media. Right, we're putting out there all these posts and these these things, and and what's the reason behind it? The reason behind it is so that the person on the other side, on their phone or on their computer, is looking at your ad or your story or your meme and is going, "Yeah, man, that resonates with me. That person's story resonates with me." Right? That's why I like to also post a lot about my travels, about my family, because I want to show people that you know what. I'm not just there to, to to make money. I'm here to to build a life for my family. I'm a family man. I'm I'm a I'm a friend. I'm a husband. I'm a dad. I I like to do things because this is what's going to connect you to people, and people will then do business with you. You know, uh, people will do business with me because they see me skiing on a slope or because they see me hiking with my kids. They're like, you know what? I love hiking. This guy likes to hike. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call him and I'm gonna invest with him, just because. They saw my story, right? They, and, and when you have a bigger why than, well, you know what? I built this company just to make money. Well, you know what? I don't care about you making money. What's your reason behind it, right? What's, what's the goal? Why are you there? Because there's so many realtors out there. There's so many real estate investors. There's so many whatever. Why you? 
and your story will compel people to be attracted to you and to do business with you, right? And that's why I think having your story, having your why, doing all that is, is really important, you know? And it's part of my, you know, the, my GPA system that I put together, right? GPA stands for, you know, goals, purpose, and action, right? So you got to have, first, you got to have your goals, Right. And then you got to have a system of how to achieve your goals, because just having goals is great. I want to make a million dollars. But what's what are my what are my steps? What's the process? What are the tools that I need to do? Right. Then the purpose. Why? Why do I want to go out there and build this company? Why do I want to do what I'm doing? Because when you're out there trying to make a million dollars, there's going to be a lot of obstacles that are going to knock you down. A lot of people that are going to laugh at you, a lot of a lot of naysayers. Right. And your purpose, your why, when it's strong enough, is going to motivate you and, and give you that energy and that passion and the desire to keep moving, although the entire world is 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 kind of pushing against you. And then you got to take action. So, you know, your story will help you take massive action, will help you get motivated and will 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 we'll give a great story on why people should buy your product or do business with you. That's that's kind of why you should write your story. Yeah, yeah, and I definitely agree with that. Yeah, findings. You know, people. If if you're a human being that people can relate to, you know, they're much more likely to give you business rather than just being like a faceless entity. You know, at this point, with this, everyone, you know, everything plays at, at your heartstrings. You know, with kitten videos on Facebook, you know, you really need to make that connection because there's so many, you know, just personal things floating out there around on the internet. Sure. And it's like what we talked about earlier with the avatars. You got to be, you got to take a stand. Mm. It doesn't matter what your stand is, right? Um, you're a meat eater, you're a vegan. It doesn't make a difference what it is, right? Um, you know, so people, you know, if you're a vegan, right, and people will come at you and say, oh, you know, well, we've been eating animals since the beginning of time and you're blah, 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 blah. blah. That's okay. And the reason why it's okay is because you're making a stand. You're going to have people that agree with you, and you're going to have people that disagree with you. Mm -hmm. But the point is people are commenting. People are engaging, right? And, again, that goes to back to what Zig Ziglar said, a, a, a wandering generality or a, meaning, a meaningful specific. When you're just out there and just, you know, being a wandering generality, nobody's really going to take notice of you. But when you, when you put your feet down and you make a stand, and it doesn't matter what your stand is, but you take a stance for something and you go wholeheartedly into it and you create your story and you create your, your image and your avatars and everything, and now you're, you're, you're here, you'll get people, you'll, you'll get engagement from both sides, people that will not like you and people that will like you. you know, I don't know if, if you've ever heard of Howard Stern, yeah. the radio show guy, right? How many people call him? You know, there, he, he said more people call him and more people listen to him that hate him than like him. Yeah. Think about that, right? That's crazy. Yeah. He, he was baffled by it. He goes, more <laughs> people listen to me that don't like what I have to say, but they're listening to me because when they're listening to me, they get to yell at me and they get to curse at me and, and all this. But other people that listen to yeah, yeah, he, yeah, I know how it's done. He thinks like me. I don't have to listen to him. Yeah, yeah. So, so make your stand, right? Right, write your story, right? Yeah. Get people to connect with it or get people to not connect with it, but your story will get you engaged with other people. Yeah, yeah. Like just having get you up know, one thing that stands out that makes you different for sure. Like, for example, I have a pet pig. And like, <laughs> even if I wanted to have a different story, and no one, you know, I'm Wendy who has a pig, you know, like that's how people know me. I'm like, I can do all these different things, but no, you know. <laughs> that's right. But, but yeah, yeah. You know, people <laughs> do something that makes you memorable to, memorable to people for sure. Absolutely. And if you write your own story, you can control that rather than just something happening and everyone knowing you for that thing. Something yes. might not be the best. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, right, right. So, yeah, so those are great five steps for people to start. Can, can we just really quickly review them once again? Just yeah, yeah. Touch on each step so that people can, you know, can, can hear what the steps are. Yeah. So the first step is researching, right? Go out and research your product, right? You got Reddit and all that. Then, then find your focus, right? Creating the avatar, the niche, right? Using the associative words, writing the positioning statement. I really like that positioning statement. We, we, we need to work on, on our positioning statement, um, right? 
The thesaurus is your friend. Then pick your name, slogan, right? Check out the name generator tools. Get those, get the juices rolling and working to pick out a name for your company, for your brand, right? Figure yeah. out what your what your message is, what your what you want to tell people from that, right? And keeping it broad so you you can expand your business. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then the design look. This this color emotion guide is fantastic, right? Um, and and today, like you said, Canva, great place to go. Very easy for people who you know. If you're if you don't know where to start, if you don't know what you know, design. I don't have a lot of money. Just like you said, go to Canva. It's awesome, awesome. Mm -hmm. And they're not paying us to say that. No, no, they're not. I wish they would. <laughs> I, I I love Canva. Canva, call me. And then and then step five is writing your story, right? What motivated me to start my business, right? What was my why? Um, why does my company exist, right? How do, how do we contribute to the world, right? A lot of companies, you know, like um, there's a sock company, socks. They make socks. <laughs> they say that, you know, for every sock, every pair of socks that are being sold, another pair is being donated. And they've donated like 10 million socks to homeless people. Mm -hmm. right? That's how they contribute to the world. Mm -hmm. And because of that, people will just buy from them because of what they're contributing, right? They don't care about, you know, all that other stuff, but like, wow, if I buy three pairs of socks, that means that three pairs of socks get donated to homeless people. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll buy it, right? How is, how is your company contributing? Uh, a lot of people, a lot of companies, you know, say, you know, uh, we, we donate 10% of our profits to charities and nonprofit organizations. That's awesome. How do you contribute to the world? Right. Mm -hmm. and especially today, we have all these, you know, social justice companies and, you know, all, all these companies that are out there trying to save the planet, save the animals. Right. All these different companies that have a mission other than just making money. Mm -hmm. Right. Back in the 60s and the 50s. Yeah, it was all about making money. Now it's about what's your position in the world? What are you doing? How are you bettering society and, and the planet? And then what is the story behind my business that customers should know? That's awesome, man. These questions are really important for, you, for anybody that's starting out, anybody that's in business now to really answer these questions. And when you have a solid answer to these questions, you can kind of also start writing your story and creating your brand around that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, cause you know, the market, it's so easy to start a business these days. The market is really saturated with products and, you know, people trying to sell themselves or their product. You really do need to have, you know, a story that stands out and, you know, kind of show that you can, you know, if you support my business, I, I do this, you know, contribute to something or at least back a charity or have a stance on something that people can connect to. Otherwise, you're just another like faceless entity that wants, right. wants money. And That's then um, I did add some things. Let me, um, I'm going to type in an email address here and put it on the screen. Let's see if this works. Cool. Awesome. So I did add some little, a little bit of bonuses at the end. Um, and if you, if you send us an email, we can email you this presentation that has all of the links so you can have all of this information. Um, we'll send it in a PDF. But I did do next steps, you know, after you've created your brand, you wanna set up your website and domain, here are some free or low cost solutions that you can do that without having to know how to code or anything. You wanna create your social media, media accounts, use Canva, you know, cause you can put your logo just in Facebook posts, Instagram posts, they have templates for everything. And then Hootsuite is another uh, tool you can use that you can just post once on Hootsuite and it will go out to all of your social media avenues. Awesome. Hootsuite. We've used awesome. that, right? Yeah. yeah we use that. It's free too. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, networking. Here's some places you can get started, uh, you know, networking with people for free. Um, email marketing campaigns, you know, the emails that you get from companies, you can set those up for free with things like MailChimp or SendinBlue. Um, active campaign does cost money, but it's uh, you know a lot cheaper and easier than trying to do it by hand or hiring someone. And then I'm a big advocate of blogging. Um, if you have a blog where you can show that you know show how you're an expert in the field, it it just builds that trust and it shows people that you're knowledgeable and you know what you're talking about. So blogging is a really really useful tool. And then sharing your blog in meetup groups, in Facebook groups, on LinkedIn. 
that's going to be a good way to, you know, really build trust with your company. Mm-hmm. And then getting featured on podcasts. Uh, matchmaker.fm is a really cool website where you can you can put a profile and you can reach out to podcasts that um, you know can search them by keywords real estate and it will give you a list of real estate podcasts and this is all free where you can contact the person and say hey I'd like to come on and talk about my brand my company like can I be a guest on your podcast and it, you know I the first time I started using it I booked probably like 25 shows and people to come on different shows it, it's all completely free it's one of the coolest tools that you can have in your toolkit for you know building your own brand and marketing that's awesome yeah and then i added this marketing funnel which is just you know something if you want um a copy of this you can just you know put that out and take a look at this it kind of just shows where everything in your marketing toolkit fits in you know building awareness interest consideration intent evaluation and then the finally the purchase um, you know, but it shows, you know, and, and there's a whole website that I, I didn't create it, but it's a really useful tool. I would recommend that everyone read this. And then I just put some recommended reading of my own, some blogs that um, have really good tips about marketing yourself online, digitally, and, you know, online marketing um, ideas and features and what's popular, what's what's outdated. And then this book is really awesome. Um, just for getting started, you know, it talks about just the ins and outs of all social marketing. Um, if you don't know anything, even if you do know things, I recently reread it and I, I learned a lot of new things. So, um, yes, yeah, shoot us an email at success at travelinginvestor.com and I can get this uh, presentation out to you and you can awesome. get started on your own with your own marketing stuff. Wow. <laughs> a lot of information wendy thank you so much man this is fantastic this has been amazing you know anybody that that that's been listening that can that sees this is going to have a really good strong base from where to start on creating their online branding where to go and how to do it and 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 really getting wrapping their head around the whole online branding digital branding and, and and moving their business in the right direction you know, thank you so much for, for being here. We have, you know, about three minutes left. Um, and then I got to get on another conference call. So it's, it's, but thanks so much for being here. Um, you know, guys listening in, uh, shoot us an email at success at traveling investor.com. And we'll send you out this entire presentation so that you can have it with the links and you can listen to this over and over again. Uh, it's going to be uploaded onto our YouTube channel, right? Traveling investor YouTube channel. So, you know, feel free to go there, like, subscribe, share, do, you know, do what you got to do, you know, give us some love and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see you guys soon. Um, is there another slide that we have coming up after this? Yeah. Um, let me see. Cause we're offering also in March, we're doing a buy one, get one, you know, Michael Jordan, um, Tiger Woods, all these athletes, right. Um, they've all had skills and talents and and whatnot but it's been the coach that has been able to tweak them and to make them superstars right so if you're if you're in real estate if you're starting out your business and whatnot um having a mentor having a coach that can help you that can um take you step by step from where you are and where you want to go is crucial to you know cutting your your learning curve right taking it down a lot. Um, I've had mentors. I still have mentors um, and coaches and, and they've been phenomenal. Uh, so what we're doing is for the month, for the month of March, um, you can go in and, and I have my coaching calls, which are every Friday at two o'clock. They're about a half hour long where you can ask questions, hear other questions that people ask. I talk about different things. Um, and it's uh, every Friday and it's $36 a month. But now if you, Sign up for March. You can get April for free as well. So it's buy one, get one, right? So it comes out to like $4 for a half hour. And the information that you get on these 30-minute calls could are life-changing. And they could literally make you millions of dollars. So for $4, you know, it, it's, it's almost, you know, it's ridiculous how cheap it is, right? Uh, next week, March 11th at 3 o'clock, we have... Charles Seaman. Charles Seaman started out in real estate, uh, buying uh, apartment complexes. Uh, we worked together. He's been going out there and he's killing it. So we're going to talk to him about where he was, how he got started, and what his steps were to being successful and creating passive income for himself, for himself, 
and his entire team. I also have my perfect money raising system. It's only $7, $7. And you're going to get my perfect money raising system. You're going to get my GPA system. You're going to get my mind map. I mind mapped out the entire process from beginning to end. What exactly every step of the way of how to buy an apartment complex from putting under contract, doing the due diligence, when to talk to the investors, when to engage your lenders, your sponsors, what to do, everything step by step. And on top of that, you're going to get my broker script, how to talk to brokers so that you don't sound like you're a newbie, right? You want to talk to brokers in a way that they know that you understand what you're doing so they can send you their best deals. All that's for $7, right? And we're also doing a six weeks to success course, right? That's coming out as well. So if you want more information about any of this, shoot us an email at success at traveling-investor.com. Be here next week. Wendy, it was awesome. I learned a lot. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, and I think I'm going to be one of the modules too on your six weeks to success course, talking right. more in depth about marketing. So I'll That's be back. Right. We're going to go really <laughs> in depth with Wendy. She's going to break it out, all those five steps, and really show you how to create your online brand, your digital marketing, all of that. It's going to be part of the six week course. So, you know, be one of the first ones because. You know, we don't know how long it's going to be open for, especially the BOGO. Don't know how long it's going to be there. And the $7 money raising system, I don't really know how long we're going to keep that open, right? Um, and also, I'm offering a 30-day money-back guarantee for the $7 money raising system. So for any reason, within 30 days, you don't like it, I'll give you your $7 back because it's not about the $7. It's about you going out, being able to build your business around the lifestyle that you want, creating passive residual income so that you can live life on your terms. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> All right, Wendy, thanks again for being on the show. Bye. Thank you so much. Yep, it's been awesome. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay.